Welcome to Women Real and Raw, a tantalizing, mind-blowing, unconditional, loving, safe space where we are authentic, courageous, and uncensored. So get ready to have fun, get real, get raw, and feel empowered. I'm your co-host, Tiffany Lee, aka Truth Teller, body language expert, corporate communication trainer, speaker, social media consultant, and owner of Solutions by Tiffany Lee. And I am your co-host, Kristen Sparks, author, speaker, podcaster, and the executive director of the Sister Weird Foundation. Join us as we come together from different worlds to share our lives, stories, insights, wisdom, and vulnerability as we live our lives out in the open. Together as sisters in this crazy new world, we come together to talk about anything and everything. And we can be reached anytime at womenrealandraw.com. Now let's get real and raw. When are you going to have your CT scan again? Oh, my last one will be in January or December, I guess, because I got, yeah. So at the end of December, I'll have my final yearly CT and then I go to every six months and then I'll go for five years. And then so far, everything's clear. So yeah. Yay! <laughs> Good news. We're claiming it's going to stay that way. Right. I got a lot more to do. You know, I got a lot more to say. I got a lot more to be. <laughs> yeah. So exactly. You know, I'm. I am blessed to have gone through it. I'm, as I say, with the pandemic, it through was a blessing. Um, we always think that the hardest things are the worst, and really, they are truly the best. Because they give us that strength and that courage and that endurance to get through to who we truly are and to be who we truly are. Right, right. And I think as women, we don't always, unless you have this, something like this, of this magnitude to go through, unfortunately, a lot of women live their lives never knowing what it feels like to be free in a sense, you know, it's like, yes, we, we still have the same daily, you know, the same problems that everybody else has. And, you know, there, there's money, there's weight, there's life, there's this, there's that. It's not that it's not there. It's just your perception of it changes and how you handle it changes. You know, it's like, I've been on, I was on prednisone for so long that it has done damage to my metabolism, you know, and I, and Kathy knows I've struggled with my weight for years. And once that happened, and I was on like 100 plus milligrams of prednisone for over a year. And I think that it is just damaged, you know, and that is something that I still struggle with. But now, whereas before, before chemo, it was, oh my God, I'm fat. I have to hide. You know, nobody's going to like me. You know, I'm too big. I'm too this. And now it's like, you know what? No, physically, I may not look the way I want to look, but God damn it, I'm here to stay. Right. Exactly <laughs> as I am. Right. Right. <laughs> this this fupa and these thighs, we're we're here to stay. And if they if they go away, they go away. If they don't, I still have a life to live in this body that I almost died in. Oh, I just gave myself goosebumps on that one. <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> and you know, and, and we laugh and we men made boobs. Right? <laughs> it's like we, we laugh. These things are hot. They're false advertisement. <laughs> I have to ask this, Kathy. 
So can you go braless now without having to worry about them? Oh, I can. And I, I, I can. And I wore this sexy. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so jealous. (laughs) I can. I can. And I can hold a water bottle in between these babies. (laughs) Doing band practice. And just and just take a sip out the water bottle without even, yeah, because <laughs> I've done it. <laughs> oh, come on, ladies, put your water bottles over there. Okay, yeah, right between the girls you go. No. <laughs> that is fabulous. That is fabulous. I love that. Yes, they sit up too high, but they sit up high. And, you know, and um, I thank God for reconstructive surgery. My mom had it at 25. She had breast cancer at 25. So, and then again at 50. So she wasn't able to get reconstructive surgery. And walking around with no boobs at all for, oh my God, I don't even remember. Because a lot of that, you try to just walk through it for a long time was horrible. Because if you don't have your prosthetic breast on, you unconsciously turn your body to the side and it starts to mess with your back. So you have to wear these heavy gel-like prosthetics that go inside your, the 1950 bra. Matter, matter of fact, it looks like the Madonna bra uh-huh. or the Coney. <laughs> you have to wear that until you get reconstructive surgery. And those things sweat. They, even though it's a fabric in between your chest and the silicone prosthetic, it sweats so bad that you just keep a fake towel in there. Oh my goodness. Wow. Yep. So I went through reconstructive surgery, which was you get them off, you do chemo, got have one cut off, right breast cut off. Then I did three months of chemo, once a week, um, every two weeks for three months. And then after that, six week break after that, then I had the, um, then I had to do chemo once a week for three months. So then six weeks after healing from that, then that's when I went to go get the other breast cut. So it was just like chop, adjust, nah. And then I had the nipples made in the doctor's office. Those were, that was cool because they, they look like thumbs, but they healed up to be painted, <laughs> to be beans. So I, <laughs> I would rather have had the thumbs. <laughs> so, but without a Are bra, they hard all the time? Well, without a without a t-shirt on, it looks like a little bean, but that's it. No, the, the thumb, okay. once it healed up, it went, it shrunk down to like a bean, the, like a little bean. It's, it's right. nothing to even, I noticed it because it's on me, but 11 years later, if when I get cold, you know, that sensation you get before your nipples get hard, I still do a little pause. I, I still do a little pause. Like, damn, I still don't have them. Okay. Oh, <laughs> They're not there anymore. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Because it's so weird. Like, everything else gets cold and it contracts. And you're just waiting for that one. It's like, uh, oh, oh, well, okay, they're not there. <laughs> but I had to have it. And and I also have my areola tattooed on in 3D mm-hmm. tattoo. My and that's best done friend. for free by a lady named Amy. Amy free. Black in Virginia. Wow. Yes, it's, she does it. It's an organization and she does it for free. It's for breast cancer survivors. And you go in there and you buy it yourself so you can be comfortable. And it looks so real. Not having 
the beans mm-hmm. and then you have these scars and then all of a sudden there's a nipple and there's an areola and the dots that are on the areola that we don't even think about. They're there now. It's like, oh, wow. That's amazing. The pigmentation and like, it looks just like I never got cut off. Actually looks like I never had children. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, Amy Black and... never had children nor nor did I breastfeed (laughs) oh my god I had three and breastfed so you know what they look like (laughs) (laughs) I remember but I would do but I would rather have my old nippies back come on that's like the engine started (laughs) now you have to be creative without those like yeah, okay. <laughs> right? So behind while, the ear kind so. of works. <laughs> yeah. So while we're talking about that, I think this is a, a good question to kind of ask because some listeners may have these thoughts and not know how to express them. How has all of this affected intimacy at all? Or has it? Or has it not? Ooh. For me, since having my first surgery, which was... Uh, my breast cut off. I have not had sex without a shirt on. Wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. When mm-hmm. he's around, I turn, I'm sorry, this is a lot. Um, no, it's okay. But that is a good question. I turn my back t- towards the door. So in case he walks in, he doesn't see what, what I look like, what they look like. A couple years ago, um, I didn't know if I was having a stroke or a heart attack, but I was able to talk and I was able to tell him to get out, make him get out. He's never seen me like this. And we're in the ER, they're hustling and busting. And I'm talking about my mouth is drooping on the side, my body's locking up and, but I can talk enough to tell him get out. And the staff was so mad at me. But in that moment, I was the breast cancer survivor who has these scars and I don't want my husband to see, tell him to get out in, in the midst of, ma'am, you could be dying. So I've never, I miss that. Not even yeah. with the guy right now I have on this cute little bralette that you can only wear if like you're 12 or you're a breast cancer survivor. Not <laughs> even have sex with that on. It has to be a shirt so I can be in control of what he can see. Yeah. And these are the conversations that I'm so glad that we get to have because there are so many women going through that and Mm -hmm. they think that they're, and they think that they're alone, Mm -hmm. you know, and, or they think that, you know, got these new boobs. I should want to show them off, but just because you have them doesn't mean that you even still feel comfortable showing them off in the same way as somebody who just wanted a breast lift, you know, or just something. It's, it's a different kind of surgery for a different reason. And it's totally different, totally different. You know, so I, I appreciate you for being vulnerable, for sharing that, because there's so many women who need to know that they, they're not alone in that, you know? And that it's okay. You know, it's your body. You get to do with it what you want. And I support you 100%. Thank you. I don't show, haven't shown my husband. But if I run into another survivor, someone who's going to go through it or going through the process, I'm a cheap date. I'll flash you. 
another. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you want to see what you get to get? Hey, I have done it. I did it at a charity event. We went in the bathroom. <laughs> I met her, met her standing in line because being that we've all gone through chemo, you know what someone else looks like that's going through mm-hmm. chemo. We all have this. The hair is gone away. The eyelashes, there's no hair. You have this baby soft looking skin. And we and then when no one's looking, you just kind of have this zony look. You're just zoning out a little bit. So I saw a lady at a charity event. I knew she was going through it. Tapped her on the shoulder, talked to her about it, told her, hey, I did reconstructive surgery. Show you what you have to look forward to. Went in the bathroom. Ta-da. Mm-hmm. And the look on women's faces, as I've done that quite a few times, is better than any look that my husband would give me if he could see him. <laughs> it's more fulfilling to show someone else. I wish someone else would have been able to show me, to flash me. Because you also, when you're a survivor, they also let you think that you get to pick out the sides of your breast and that you're going to get the breast, like if you did have a breast reduction or you did get implants, that they're going to look like that. They let you think that all the way up until you take off the bandages. Really? When I had that done, the nurse said, you need to take your medication. I said, hey, I have my son coming in here and I have to be strong. I don't want him to see me loopy. She was like, ma'am, you have to take this medication because the pain is going to kick in. And I said, as soon as she said that, I said, okay. And as soon as I said, okay, the pain kicked in and my body started. I looked like a fish out of water. Mm -hmm. That's how bad the pain was. My whole body just started. From the pain, no one, no one warned me. No, no one said anything to me. No one said I had it done. But let me tell you, that pain. Oh, brace yourself. No one said that. Wow. And this was for the chest expanders when you had those put in. That for twenty four hours. Thank God for a Twitter. And I, did, I stayed in the same position for 24 hours because that's how bad it hurt. And I had an upper draw on my back. And I've had two kids natural. Not I didn't want to. It just happened. And I had an upper draw in my back. And I still didn't move for 24 hours. That was the worst part. Chest expanders under your muscle. That heals. Then you go every two weeks. Depending on how bad, how much pain you can take. You go in. They take out these huge wrench and they stretch it a little bit. They fill it up with saline and stretches a little bit. And you have at least an hour to hour and a half, because I timed it, to get home before the pain takes over your body. Just from being stretched a little bit. Oh, my Lord. So yes. I don't, whenever you think you have a size that you want, it that's yeah, it's no one, t- the doctor, the plastic surgeon, other women. You know, because there's a no one said anything to me, so I found it out all on my own. Like, wow. Okay, it's gonna you're gonna feel a little pressure. Wait a minute, pressure. Ooh. And we lived in I lived in Honolulu, and I lived in Pearl City, and I had to go to Tripler Army Base Hospital. So it's it's a drive. You got an hour and a half to two hours to get get filled up, make your rounds. Because my husband worked at the hospital. Go. Sh- See him and his colleagues, and you smile and you say, Hi, 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 yeah, <laughs> I'm fine. 
And then it's like, yeah, but I got to go. So let me, and then you go home and it's, it's painful. And then after you do that for months, they go in there and they, which they didn't tell me again, they cut away the scar that you had before, which takes away from the, how big you think your chest is going to be, the size you get to pick from. I didn't know that. So I ended up with something that was smaller, another big scar. They cut that scar away. Then they tell you, and we're going to send it off to see if there's anything in it. Oh my God, are you serious? Like, so I got this big surgery and then you're telling me you send it off. We all know what send off means. So, oh, right. Yeah, it's a long, <laughs> no one told me. Yeah, enjoy your Barbie boobs, but we're going to send it off for, to see, okay. Oh my goodness. A mess. But the, the clavage is everything. The cleavage <laughs> is everything. These girls look good as long as they are covered up. The cleavage, I can't even explain it. Like Rihanna has nothing on my cleavage. Okay. <laughs> Pain. That's awesome. <laughs> but, but the, it's, <laughs> see the things that we as women have, and that's another thing that a, someone who's never had breast cancer will say, well, it, I don't think that it's necessary. I wouldn't have reconstructive surgery. You can say that because you still have your boobs. You can say that because you still have them. Oh, I don't know why you didn't let your husband go to chemo with you. How rude of you. No, how rude of you to think that you even know what it's like to go through, through chemo. <laughs> and, and just because you're married does not mean that they support you either. No. Mm-hmm. Exactly. But if they don't, that's fine too. That's a whole. Yes, I met a lady who husband started the divorce process the day after she had her surgery, her breast cut off. Mm. Is he still alive? <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> Look, if he's not. I take Neurotin. I cannot testify nor do a, a polygraph test. No. <laughs> oh, God, here's the good girl. No. Don't come looking for me for any answers. <laughs> Don't come looking for me for any answers. But, and she was hmm? <laughs> so bad. No. No, it's not bad at all. Some of the things that, that you talked about have just really touched my heart and, and things I didn't know. My mother went through breast cancer. My best friend went through breast cancer. I didn't know, even from them, you know, as it, some of the pain I didn't realize. But I can tell you this, that you are in the, the C.S. Lewis Club I have a tattoo on my arm that says hardships often prepare ordinary people for extraordinary destiny. Come on now. Yeah. You are extraordinary. Let me just tell you. Amazing. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for for being (laughs) so beautiful and so vulnerable and, and so real and raw and just, Oh, how lucky we have been to have you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Someone has to have the big mouth to say it, which is me. (laughs) Good. 
We're here to change. Right. That is my, what my, we are. Me. And I, I am so glad that we were able to to reconnect after all of those years because I thought that I had lost you as a friend, you know, and you and I, before I got sick and before you got sick, we've, uh, we, we've been through some things and <laughs> that's another episode, but <laughs> we've been through some things and to, to have you back, to have you back in my life at this point, you know, after that, to, for me to be the person that I am now, for you to be the woman that you've grown into now, I wouldn't change the way it happened for anything. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. And you are my sister and will always be. And I'm so glad that you were able to, to come on and, and talk, to, talk to other women, you know, who are going through this or may know someone who's going through this because now maybe they can approach, if they're not going through it, they can approach someone who is going through it in a different way because now they've got some insight and perspective into what, what all of this is what all of this is. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Yes, definitely support. Yeah, it's amazing, Kathy. You guys I are just... amazing. Oh, thank you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are like, to even be like Kristen, she's Kristen, she's just like, you're still so new in it and you just, you're talking about it and you, you're being, you're being honest about it and like, I had no idea that you could take your stomach and connect it and, and it happened through the pandemic. Like I gained weight through the pandemic. I thought, you know, well, the boobs and the oompa and lupa and the sweat, that's nothing. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you know, each, you doing the, whew. each experience that we, the three of us have gone through are things that we are now sharing and putting out in the world. If you are going through this, you're not alone. We are here to support you and give you the space that you need to do this however you need to do it. You know, we are sending you as much love and light and strength as we can. Exactly. That's perfectly said. Totally agree. Totally agree. We've got lots of love and light to share into the world. And, you know, Kristen, we've got lots of awesome, more conversations coming that are going to hit nerves and, and touch people in all kind of ways. You know, we're, we're always funny because, you know, when you've been through chemo shit, you got to fucking laugh, you know? <laughs> we, we've spent enough time crying and being miserable. So, you know, if you don't want to listen to us laugh, you know, love and light to you. But this is who we are. And this is why we are women, real and raw. That's right. <laughs> this is why we do this. This is, oh. Yes. Kathy, thank you so much. So, so much for being here today. I'm number one fan, ladies. Oh, <laughs> thank you well. for having me. <laughs> thank you for being here. We are thrilled that you spent time with us today. So thank you. We are always here to remind you how powerful you are and that you deserve to be seen and heard. Again, we thank you so much for listening and hope you enjoyed today's episode. Please remember to leave us an awesome review so we can keep coming back and helping you find your power. Until next time, we are women, real and raw.